You're in the right place. Hello, I'm Dan Harris. Hi, and I'm Claudia Kostler. You're over here, over there. Welcome to Over Here, Over There, a global conversation about how we see others and others see us. I'm Dan Harris. I'm going to hand this over to my podcast colleague, Claudia Kussler, senior editor at the Süddeutsche Zeitung in Germany, who will tell us in a moment what's on her mind this week. But first, as a reminder, you can follow us on social media and contact us via our website at overhereoverthere.org. We'd love to hear from you. And please don't forget to subscribe and tell everyone about the podcast. And now, without further ado, over to Claudia. Hello, and welcome from me, being over here today. To all of you over there, thank you for tuning in. Today, I will talk a bit about languages, those peculiar things. Sometimes a language unites, sometimes it divides, it can cut and hurt, but it can also lift you up and carry you away. There are words of nuances and innuendos, and it certainly influences our mindset. At least I'm convinced that I am a bit friendlier and maybe even a bit more charming in English than I'm probably in my German. The poor team that I manage professionally can certainly tell you a thing or two about the fact that I've never yet given them a good talking or bashing in English, partly because German comes across as so wonderfully sharp and precise. But I have occasionally greeted them with a happy English phrase just to wind them up once in a while. Incidentally, this was also the topic of a recent international dinner table conversation. How strange German words sound to foreign ears. The many guttural sounds, the rolling R, these combinations of words that makes it complex and complicated. A former teacher of Icelandic, with whom I had lessons as a young student, was very flexible with all her different languages as well. She liked to tell us in German that someone should please take the Ulper from her. We all stared at each other, but couldn't dare to ask what she really meant. We didn't understand. She repeated this. Kann jemand meine Ulpe bitte nehmen? She repeated it several times with such vigor that we were increasingly convinced that we simply had gaps in our mother tongue. Then she took off the Ulpe herself, and we realized that she had simply Germanized the Icelandic word for jacket, Ulpur, with the ending, and hoped for the best. Well, That's what happens when you take a gamble and challenge the typical German charm. Chances are that you're not going to get any. I am absolutely convinced that I'm inadvertently doing the same and that I'm now happily stirring three or four languages into a soup of my own. Please, don't be shy and step on my toes if I give off some gobbledygook in a tone of conviction. Where Esperanto has disappeared into oblivion, I'll probably cheekily have taken up a new approach without letting others in. But anyway, let's get on. Back to the words. According to various websites, Americans give up on the word zwanzig, which is a German word for 20, on Brötchen, which means bread roll, and also on Schleswig-Holstein, a federal state in Germany. Quietschente, which means rubber duck, or Quietscheentchen, which is its diminishing form, are also apparently hard for any English or American speaker. Also, I cannot imagine why on earth anyone would ever use that. But anyway, then there is Streichholzschächtelchen, 
which means little matchbox, but literally translates as draw wood along a little box. But there are other German words that I actually like and use, and I put out there to you just because they are a bit quirky and probably quite hard to pronounce as well. Maybe we can have a little laugh about that. Have you, for example, ever heard of a Warmduscher? That means something like a hot showerer in English. In German, we describe people who don't feel like getting out of their comfort zone by that word. In English, terms like a wimp would probably be used to describe such a person. And there are even synonyms for Warmduscher to describe the person, like a Schattenparker, which means shadow parker, or, my favorite, Weichei, soft egg. And yes, German can also be poetic. For example, there is the word Hüftgold, which means hip gold, a word to describe excess fat in the hip area. Some words are probably even funny, like Verschlimmbesserung. Do you remember certain moments when you tried to improve something and ended up ruining it completely? Then that was exactly what that means. Verschlimmbesserung, an intended improvement that only made things worse, literally to worsen a good intention. This word is often used by people giving their opinions on latest updates to their favorite smartphone, for example. In my line of work as an editor and journalist, I, of course, I do come across some of the longest and most technical phrases and words, so brace yourself for a little bit of that. For example, there is the Bundesausbildungsförderungsgesetz. A very long compound word, I admit it. It means Federal Training Assistance Act or the Personenkraftwagenhaftpflichtversicherung, which means Passenger Car Liability Insurance. When I was young and a freelance writer being paid by the line, I loved words like Grundstücksverkehrsgenehmigungszuständigkeitsübertragungsverordnung, which means Real Estate Transfer Authorization Audience, because by just one word I had filled ten lines and cashed in, followed by anyone with a hyphenate name, Kapschigen. I also liked Nahrungsmittelunverträglichkeit, food intolerance, but only to type it, not to experience it, of course. And when it comes to the political side of things, there is a term that describes perfectly how I feel quite often, Fremdschämen. A feeling of embarrassment for another person's acts. I'm sure we've all experienced it at least once. Just look at all those people on holiday. Don't get me wrong. There are also words in English that I personally cannot get my head around. Spontaneity is incredibly hard to pronounce for me, for example. And then there is phenomenon. Okay, let me get that again. Phenomenon. And then the constant riddle about the Worcester sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Once I tried and tell someone that I'd like to go to an Icelandic village called Vopnafjörður, and they actually thought I became sick. Back to the dinner table, where people also double-checked on their picked-up German words like Auspuffrohr, exhaust pipe. But I kept quiet about one of the longest words probably around, just because it was already one o'clock in the morning. Donau Dampfschifffahrts Elektrizitäts Hauptbetriebswerksbauunternehmensbeamtengesellschaft. Donau Dampfschifffahrts Elektrizitäten Hauptbetriebswerkbau 
unter Beamtengesellschaft. Okay, once more. Donaudampfschifffahrtselektrizitäten, Hauptbetriebswerk, Bauunternehmensbeamtengesellschaft. Meaning Danube Steamship Electricity Main Works Construction Sub-Civil Servant Company. Okay, let's grab a coffee after that. But since I have no idea what the time is at where you are listening from, and I hope it's not too late, let me get you at least one more. An all-time classic. Eichhörnchen. Squirrel. But beware, I can make that even harder for you, because there is a Bavarian dialect version of a specific part of the squirrel that was recently voted the most unpronounceable word in the world. Urkatzelschwurf. Which translates to tail of a squirrel. Urkatzelschwurf. If you want to impress your friends, try and master that. And once you impress the Bavarian or Austrian with that, you will probably have gathered an admirer and friend for life. The least you will get is an invite to dinner for sure. They might have slaughtered your language by that time, but I assure you they won't be serving you the rest of the squirrel on a platter. Thanks, Claudia. Thanks to you out there for listening. If you have feedback on today's or previous episodes, please let us know on social media and our website, overhereoverthere.org, where you can also find our Patreon page. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell good people like yourselves about the podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening to Over Here, Over There. Over Here, Over There.